Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to part two of our Christmas stocking special. Last time we uncovered three of London's strangest unsolved mysteries, and this time, in the spirit of Christmas, I'll be telling you some tales of the paranormal. Settle down, grab yourself a drink, and turn down the lights. It's time for a Merry Macabre Christmas, part two. London today is a bustling metropolis, an exciting place to visit, and a somewhat safe place to call home. An eclectic mix of people from all over the world live in London, and the crime rate is dropping year on year. In some parts of this vibrant capital, the crime rate is lower than that of much smaller cities in other parts of the UK. However, things haven't always been so safe. Stories and tales of old have echoed around the streets and grown to become that of legend, particularly those of a gruesome nature. Today we'll be exploring one of these stories and discovering about London's often bloody past. My name is Nikki Drees and this is Macabre London. Ghost stories precede the Victorian Christmas traditions we know today, the origins of which go way back to the pagan rituals of the winter solstice, when friends and family would gather together around a fire made of a special fuel. The largest log would be picked from the woodpile, and in some instances be decorated and scented with pine and other fragrant herbs to welcome the winter solstice, the return of the sun on the shortest day but the longest night. The Yule log would burn throughout the night until all that remained was its glowing embers when the sun was to rise the next day, 
and as such, the year that had passed was now nothing more than ashes, and the new year could be brought in afresh. In welcoming the sun, pagans bid the crone of winter farewell, greeting the maiden of the sun, spring and longer days ahead, which would lead to more prosperity with crops. The night of the winter solstice was one huge celebration, and revelry would go into the small hours before finally winding down around the fire. With thoughts turning to waving the winter gloom goodbye and casting out the past year, it was an obvious choice to tell stories of ghostly apparitions, spirits and things that go bump in the night. And so, the tradition of the Christmas Eve ghost story was born. Nowadays we've moved the day to coincide with a more popular tradition of Christmas, but the sentiment is still the same. A time to bid farewell to the ghosts of the year past, and to welcome in the new of the year ahead. As such, let me tell you not one, but three of London's most famous ghost stories. Tale 1, The Phantom Hitchhiker of the Blackwall Tunnel Blackwall Tunnel in Greenwich is one of the busiest stretches of road across the whole of London. Originally built in 1897 to improve trade links between the South East and the East End, the tunnel was built with the intention of pedestrians and vehicles being separated, and Joseph Bazalgette, the man responsible for the London sewerage system, was the original designer. Bazalgette envisioned three tunnels which would provide access from either side of the river, and a separate foot tunnel, but as contracts progressed, Bazalgette was kicked from the project, and another architect, Alexander Binney, took over and his designs were brought to fruition. Binney's design was to have just one tunnel, but the task was not as simple as building a straight tunnel. Working around a sewer and to align the exit on either side to the adjacent wharfs where goods could be loaded off and on. The type of traffic also had to be thought about, and in order to make the tunnel safer for those travelling by horse, the bends in the tunnel were carefully constructed to avoid horses being able to see daylight right up until the near end of the tunnel. Horses were reported as bolting for the light at the end of the tunnel when travelling through straight tubes. The decision was made to make the tunnel curved to avoid riders and their cargo being thrown. Construction took five years, with 800 workers completing the tunnel, and with seven deaths happening over the full span of construction. As traffic increased over the next few decades, the tunnel was soon unable to cope with the amount of traffic it would encounter on a daily basis, and to avoid further congestion, plans were made so the opposing streams of traffic would be separated. In 1967, a second tunnel was opened, which would now deal exclusively with the southbound traffic, and all non-motorised forms of vehicles were now banned from the tunnel. In 1972, a story began doing the rounds of how a hitchhiker now haunted the tunnel. A motorcyclist was making his way home one evening when he saw another motorcyclist stranded at the mouth of the tunnel, after having careered off his bike. Being a good Samaritan, he pulled over to the side of the road to see if he could help the stranger. Realising his bike was too far gone and wouldn't be able to get him home, the man asked for a lift home as it was only a short drive away. As it wasn't out of his way, the man on the bike agreed and told him to hop on the back of his bike. The pair drove through the tunnel and emerging at the other end and feeling that the bike had suddenly become lighter, the driver turned round to check on his passenger and saw that no one was there. Thinking he may have fallen off the bike inside the tunnel, the driver looped around to drive back through again, but couldn't find the crash bike or the man anywhere. Remembering the address he'd been given by the man of where he needed to get to, he went to his home and knocked on the door, but was told no one lived there that matched the man's description or that even rode a motorbike. 
So where did the phantom hitchhiker come from and what are his origins? Thought to be a deceased motorcyclist who met his end in the Blackwall Tunnel, the ghost is said to wait on the side of the southbound tunnel trying to flag people down for a lift back to his house. Another motorist in the early 90s said they too were flagged down by a man matching a similar description and who too had come off his motorbike. He again requested a lift home, but before they reached the end of the tunnel, he had yet again disappeared. When researching the story, I couldn't find any reports of a motorcycle death at all within the Blackwall Tunnel. But that's not to say that there wasn't a crash which caused this spectre to lurk at the mouth of the tunnel. But instead, there's just no definitive proof. So if you're ever driving home through the Blackwall Tunnel, and a motorcyclist tries to flag you down, be aware that if you accept, you may just have a ghost rider as your passenger. Tale 2. Animal Ghosts when we think of ghost stories, we often think of ghouls and human-shaped apparitions floating around under sheets, but not always animals that are doing the haunting. Perhaps because quite often a common animal such as a pigeon or a rat could easily be spotted in the city, and you wouldn't think twice about what you had seen. However, sometimes an animal can seem completely out of place in its surroundings. For example, if you saw a chicken roaming around a central London square, it would seem very out of place, and for some Londoners, that's exactly what happened. In Highgate, Pond Square is home to a ghost of a half-plucked chicken that was involved in an incredibly pioneering science experiment. In 1626, Sir Francis Bacon, no, not the painter, but the politician and philosopher, and who some may remember from our tale of Bleeding Heart Yard as the one-time failed lover of Elizabeth Hatton, was crossing the square on a snowy April morning with a physician friend of his whilst chatting about ways to preserve meat. Suddenly, an idea popped into his head that he may be able to make the meat last longer if he chilled it with ice. His friend was sceptical of his idea and said that it would never work. So to prove him otherwise, Francis bought and killed a chicken. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And decided to see if he could preserve the meat to be eaten at a later date with the snow from the square. After gutting the chicken, he stuffed the innards full of snow and left it to freeze. After messing around in snow and ice, Bacon caught a chill and contracted pneumonia, which unfortunately caused his death, and he never did get to see the outcome of his experiment. But the chicken he dispatched can still be seen haunting the square. Reports have been noted over several decades of a plucked chicken with no head running around the square and a few people living there have even said they've heard a cock crowing from the square at the break of day, which is a handy alarm clock as it never needs to be fed. Animal apparition number two is a squirrel. 
Now, some of you may remember from our witches episode, there was a talking squirrel which was familiar to the Witch of Wapping. This squirrel, however, is in a completely different part of the capital altogether. In the beautiful leafy Brompton Cemetery, visitors have said that they've seen the ghost of a squirrel skitting from tree to tree. Now, in Brompton Cemetery, you will see two animals that have decided to call the area home, and those are crows and squirrels. So what makes this ghost squirrel easily identifiable? The ghost in question is that of a red squirrel, the last of which died out in the 1920s in London. Most, if not all, squirrels in London are grey squirrels, the likes of which were introduced to the UK in the 1870s. Grey squirrels are an invasive species from the Americas, and which are far hardier, larger, better at finding food and hibernating than our native species. So they outcompeted their red counterparts. The grey squirrels also carry a devastating squirrel pox, which wiped out the entire population of red squirrels by the 1920s in more secluded areas in the highlands and isolated islands in the UK. Reintroductions of the rodents have been trialled a few times, but with the larger and diseased grey squirrels inhabiting a lot of the natural habitat, the reds have unfortunately failed to make a reappearance in the capital, and alas now seem lost forever, making them extinct in the city. So is it a ghost of a squirrel in Brompton Cemetery, or just perhaps a lone red squirrel who survived the squirrel apocalypse? cutting a lonely figure on a branch. As that's far too sad of an image to conjure up, I'm going to call Spectral Squirrel on this one. Tale 3. The Black Hound of Newgate Prison Newgate Prison was one of, if not the worst prison in the world. Built in 1188, it was in operation for over 700 years and was the first prison in London. It was overrun with prisoners who were stuffed inside its tiny confined cells and many were starved, malnourished, and the smell from the walls itself was said to emanate out into the surrounding streets. The prison went through several iterations, but all of which contained execution up until its closure in 1902, and its subsequent demolishment in 1904. The majority of Newgate's executions were public up until 1868, when they moved inside the prison, but before then prisoners were brought outside and executed in front of an often not-too-friendly crowd. The Old Bailey, London's central criminal court, now sits upon the site having been erected in its place. Newgate Prison itself will be a whole macabre London episode in the future, but one tale from inside its fetid walls stands out above the rest. Newgate charged its residents to live inside its walls, and if you could afford to pay for your bed and board, then you could upgrade yourself to have food, a bed and even some beer. The prices inside the prisons were highly inflated, and as most residents were in prison as a result in a roundabout way from debt, it meant that those who were poor were left to rot. This meant that the prisoners were hungry to the point of starvation, and when packed inside a cramped cell, it would mean that only the strongest would survive, or be eaten. One story goes that in 1596, a man was sent to Newgate as a suspected wizard, who had been practising witchcraft which had resulted in him being sent to the prison. The man didn't last long inside the walls and was preyed upon almost immediately by the prisoners who tore him limb from limb and feasted upon him before he could even make it to his trial. After the prisoners had picked his bones clean, a large black snarling hound was said to have appeared in the cell, snapping and snarling at the prisoners. Terrified, the men broke their way out of the cell and murdered their guards to escape from the gigantic beast. However, Running and hiding couldn't save them, as every single one was said to have been caught and killed by the dog. The beast became known as the Grim, 
and was passed on through generations as a reminder to be kind to others who are down on their luck, even when you too are facing hardship, or you may just end up dead as a result of their wrath. The dog was said to have attended many executions over the next 400 years at Newgate, and always sat quietly observing the chaos, with the occasional nip at anyone who would get too out of line. I hope you enjoyed part two of our Christmas special, and if you've not yet listened to part one, then I recommend you go back and do that now. If you'd like to provide me with a Christmas gift this year, then why not sign up to our Patreon, where you can become a recurring donor for as little as $1 a month. That's just 73p, give or take a bit with the exchange rate. There are rewards if you do sign up to become a patron, and you also get exclusive content too, and you can have your name in the show notes as well. If you don't want to sign up to a monthly payment, then you can also make a one-off donation via PayPal, which will again be linked below, or you can have a look at our Amazon wishlist, which also has plenty of things included that you can purchase which help with the production of the show, such as books and camera equipment and lights, that sort of thing. Again, these will all be linked below. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the show, and also on YouTube, make sure that you hit that little bell notification icon so you get notified every time I upload, as otherwise YouTube may decide not to tell you and you could miss out. No one wants that. Finally, a huge big thank you to all of you for listening throughout the year, telling your friends about the show, leaving five-star reviews, sharing our social media posts, telling me about tales you want to hear, and generally just being all-round amazing people. I'm so very grateful for all of your support, and it means the world. Have a lovely, well-rested, festive season, however you celebrate, and I'll be back in January with more Macabre London, and in late January, a brand new series on my YouTube channel, which will be more in the vein of my experiment videos, so keep an eye out for that. Oh, and also come follow me on my social media so we can stay in touch in the meantime. Again, links will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me for another macabre tale from London's past. I've been Nikki Drews, and I'll see you next time. And Merry Christmas! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.